Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you talking to yourself? Oh, no. What's the matter? No, I was humming to myself and I was just getting the docs up, which I usually do when the music comes on for the script. Mm -hmm. But I changed my Google password today. Oh, you've got no hope of ever getting anything back off Google now, have you? It just says sign in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I changed my password. How am I supposed to remember what it is? (laughs) Oh, no. Because I, you know, like, you just think it's just for your mail. Oh, hang on. I can do it with my thumbprint. Don't worry. Sorry, guys. Hi. Oh, now enter your password. I don't know because I changed it. Click forgot password. But this is just going to ruin everything. The seamless. Okay. Oh, no. Now. Oh. Oh. Yes. I just did loads of thumbprints and hoped for the best. <sighs> because I've been, um, people have been getting spam from me. Oh. Yeah. I haven't. Oh, haven't you? Oh, bad luck. You never email me. Not even your spam account emails me. <laughs> oh my me. God. Even my spammer was like, she's not important to, to that bitch. I'm not going to email her. <laughs> she's a nobody. Lucy who? <laughs> she's clearly hasn't got thousands of pounds I'm not to going send to try me. and get her to pretend that she's my own daughter and that she's lost her phone and she needs to send her 800 million Seeing as they only dollars. communicate online via clean feed. <laughs> This this girl's gonna know I'm a spammer. <laughs> hey Lucy, it'd be great to meet up tomorrow. Yeah, this is a tariot. <laughs> huh? <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. An in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy V. Freeman. I was just thinking, wondering if you could hear the kids in the background. They will be joining in because they're not in bed. Jeff Thomas and our executive director, Cooper. And Matt Rodriguez-Payne, who I still have forgotten to put oh, in the script. Oh, gosh. And MRP. Mm. RP. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. Nothing. Nothing <laughs> happened this week in Ambridge. <sighs> yeah, that's true. This, this week was brought to you by me crying mostly, and was written by one of the people that produces Hallmark dramas featuring puppies down wells and small children with months to live. It was all wedding, wedding, wedding. Tracy told a massive whopper and said she had not ever dreamed of a big wedding. Thanks to James Everett, we now know she actually dreamed of riding into her wedding on the back of an elephant. (gasps) Instead, she's going to come cantering in on the haggis, but she seems fine with that, so each to their own. 
Brad bought a green velvet suit, which I thought actually Lush. sounded splendid and a lot mm. more interesting than the 17-year-old's normal higher morning suit, namely a gold embroidered waistcoat with a grease spot, <laughs> sunglasses tucked into the top pocket so he can pretend to be in Reservoir Dogs when he's coming out of the church, and trousers flapping mid-ankle. <laughs> he then went on to completely break my heart, talking about, desti- about being destined to be alone. Oh, Brad, you're 17 and you're so lovely. <laughs> However, please don't go out with Mia, she drives me mad. Love from Auntie Lucy. Uh, Krusty went away with Eric the Viking who I thought she'd got shot off permanently but apparently is still hanging around like a fish in a fjord and now she's going to Prague with him this was all very good and happy making and then Helen ruined it by talking about Lee's kissing technique (laughs) which I imagine involves him screwing his eyes up really tight and then wiping his hand with the back of his mouth Jimus appeared to have a bit of a, well, I was going to say personality transformation, Mm. but it was more like a frontal lobotomy. Mm. The man has a brain the size of Scotland and couldn't work out that if he had loads to fit in the car at the cash and carry, filling it with Jazza, Jazza's crutches, Brad and Ed might give him rather less room for beer. He also treated Mir and Brad like Mensa notables for suggesting that propping up a stag's head on a shelf would be a better idea than nailing it to a wall and then suddenly changed his mind about the charging station because the rest of the village wanted it. The rest of the village wanting something is generally the single reason why Jimus would not want it. (laughs) He is Jimus Contrarius Lloyd, or at least he was last time I looked. But his biggest lapse was his assumption that for a professional Scotsman, finding out that he's English would be a laugh, rather than a horrible revelation that has shattered his very existence. Jazza has been a milkman, a hydroponics fish expert... What has happened to all those fish, by the way? Has anyone checked on them recently? Is it just like one obese one left? (laughs) And is now a pig man. All laudable achievements, but none make him as proud as being a Scot. Wait until someone tells you you're Danish, Jim. See how funny you find that. The absolute determination never to say a brand name is now making me slightly hysterical. Henry, get off your console. Tell Mia whether the Talking Heads film is on a streaming platform and Jack, pass me your device. How far does this go? Can they say Hoover or do they have to say I'm vacuuming? Helen was generic naming everything all over the place this week as part of her efforts to control what was happening to Henry. The thing is though, Helen, if every time you see your son you say... Oh, Henry, that's not going to make him thrilled to the marrow about speaking to you. And also the fact that you've waited till he is 12 to address the trauma that happened when he was six has created rather more angst that can be fixed by a 10 minute car ride to football. Pre-event Ambridge was in full swing. All the village customs were being observed. There was a massive misunderstanding that put the entire event in jeopardy. There was an incidental romance going on under the radar, a bit of Whitehall farce, and Susan tried her very best to make it about her by having an entirely unnecessary go at someone. There was even a soppy bit in which Jazza sang Scarborough Fair to Tracy, who stopped him singing to ask him to keep singing. My favourite bit, though, aside from MBD putting in an appearance, was Drunk Susan who talks slightly too loudly and reminds me of aunties at weddings who've had three glasses of Prosecco and decide to tell you all about their early sex life and subsequent hysterectomy. And I ended the week as I started it, crying. There was a series of odd little scenes between Brad and Mia in which Mia has turned into a gibbering Wally. She's gone from Greta Thunberg to that squeaky woman from Moonlighting in the blink of an eye. And I personally am here for it. I hope at some stage she gets a few of her IQ points back, but at the moment I'm happy. And then Jim has forked over the Riley to Jazza. What a lovely chap. I have a horrible feeling Jimmus is now going to cark it, but I'm enjoying it. And Brad and Mia while it lasts. The end. Oh, oh my gosh, so cute. It did feel like the end of a movie, all right. It did. It felt like, you know, at the end of Greece when Sandy and Danny 
ride off into the sunset in the car yeah. and then it starts flying. I sort of assumed that happened. And then everyone was snogging. Jim was sort of crying, wasn't he? But yeah, it was, it was, I guess they had to do this because of, uh, because it's such a contrast to the Helen and Rob. Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, well, I mean, well, as you said, it was is, hallmarky. It is was something of, massive not... going to happen next week? And they're doing this to balance out so that we don't all go, oh, it's so miserable at the moment. Because yeah, it's, or did they just... a nice bit. Yeah, did they want, or did they want the wedding, you know, it, you, to, they needed to pad it out with lovely little four weddings and a funeral stuff yeah, going on at the same time. Japes. I don't know why my, my computer is pinging. I'm sorry. Um, I meant to bring my guitar into this Oh, no. Because Scarborough Fair, I can yes. actually genuinely play it quite well. Can you? Oh, that's so annoying that I forgot, Lucy. It's a real shame. Because oh, I guess... Sorry. The, 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 I do like um, finger-picking on it. Do you? Oh, it's really annoying. Mm. I love Scarborough Fair. Yeah. But again, it was sort of... Um, I kept listening back because I kept thinking I must have forgot. I must have not listened to the beginning of episodes and things. No, it was all there. It was just all... <laughs> all just... Nothing. Because the Scarborough Fair... Load of nothing. Had, but you know when he was singing it? Yeah. Had, um, did, I think I did miss a bit this week. Did Susan say to Jim something like, oh, I used to sing to Tracy to get her to No, she said it to Jazza. Oh, okay. So that wasn't, I was, that was right. I wasn't making that up. No, Jazza came into the shop and she suddenly decided to pick a fight with him because she wasn't getting enough attention. So, uh, and then she sort of climbed down and then said, I hope you're going (laughs) to What were they doing? (laughs) It was a premonition of the wedding morning. (laughs) Oh, that was a bit... (laughs) (laughs) I believed that though. I thought that sort of, oh yeah, I actually thought, I, I didn't think that was cringy at all. I genuinely thought they sounded well horny. I tell you what, they are the only two now in, in the Archers that sound like they have any fun together. Yes, that Because even Harrison like and having fun. Fallon are like, look at the birds, Fallon. And she's like, I'm so... Go yeah. Harrison, go and look at that thrush. Oh, I mean, not that thrush. I mean, the one out in the garden. <laughs> I, no, I no, I I I disagree because Harris. I think Harrison and Fallon have good chemistry, but I think you're right. I think Jazza and but the, and yeah, Tracy the chemistry, yes, yeah, maybe sexual chemistry, but fun is yeah. is 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 uh, Jazza yeah, and good for them. For and they've both that. got good comic timing, and so yeah. it works. Yeah, um, but so yeah, so did Susan say? I think that's the bit I missed at the end of their. Um, yeah, she said Tracy wouldn't. Tracy wouldn't let her leave the room when she was little without Susan singing. Um, a song to her and that was her favourite oh I can't believe I missed that because mm. when Jessica was singing it I just thought this is nice <laughs> but, I... but why though <laughs> <laughs> but why <laughs> is it post-coital <laughs> routine I couldn't really work it out okay that makes sense and there was also another bit I missed but maybe it'll just uh, come back to me there was, I felt like there was, for me this week, there was quite a, there was a few bits of information missing. Right. Yes. Um, one bit that was completely oh, missing. sorry. Sorry. I know what was missing. What? You know, Jim, right. I didn't, I don't think I, did we hear Jim, you know, the whole you're not Scottish? Yeah. Where did that come from? 
Um, he found it out as part of his best man speech. But and did he, he said, ha ha ha, do you want to know a really funny thing, Jazza? This is going to really surprise you. You're not Scottish. And Jazza had a total meltdown and said, right, that's it. I'm not getting married. I'm, well, not I'm not getting married, but take all the, take all the tartan down from the bull because... Yeah, so I think I did hear Jim say yeah. that, but there wasn't a thing, there wasn't like a pre preamble no. up to that. No. Okay, it was just out of the blue. Yes. And was Jim genuinely joking or was Jazza born? Jazza was born in Northumberland. In yeah. Oh, but well, how did Jim find out? He'd gone he, to rang, his... he rang his mum, Jazza's mum. Oh, mm. oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, what other else? things that yeah. were missing were yeah. uh, Jimus was the best man, so was Ed. Yeah. He and was very much missing. He wasn't. He wasn't even at the thing by the sound of it, or the, by the missing, silence of it. Yes, missing almost as much as Chelsea. <laughs> yes. Come on, Ed. I want to hear Ed's speech. I want to hear some swearing and bad stuff. Uh, so boring. Come on. Yeah, that was a shame. I want to hear about Dross. <laughs> I want to hear. Well, Dross yeah. About I mean, Dross. I'm not. Uh, there, there were, there's a distinct blessing to us not hearing Ed's speech if it consisted mostly of Dross lyrics. But, yeah. uh, you know, it would have... It's just... Yeah, it did feel a bit why, like... Why, the... why, why, why not just... Why, why not just abandon that storyline then and just have Jimmus as the best man all the way yeah. through? I, it, I, I mean, sort of frolicky and fun as it was, I think it was a bit of a shame. It was quite half-hearted. The wedding was half-hearted, wasn't yeah. it? At the moment, I think it's because of all the um, the the limits that are now being put on even more, even more stringent limits on how they can because they've had to lose another five characters a month. I think um, how many people they can include per month. Um, it's a little bit like listening to an amateur dramatics performance when there's a nasty sick bug going around <laughs> and somebody appears COVID. in scene one and then never comes back. You know, oh, and the rest of like, the cast is oh. frantically trying to fill in gaps because they're missing. It's like a 20, I saw a Pantone 2020, you know, it was Christmas 2020 mm. when all the locked, and they'd, and they, it, they, it's this theatre, they usually do amazing Pantos, but they had a cast of four. No. And they were doing, and it was just rubbish. Yeah. Just didn't work. Well, of course it, was. it wasn't. How a can big, you do? It wasn't yeah. a big show. It wasn't no, a Panto. No, It was like, you know, it might as well have been a, you know, school's touring theatre production. Mm. So yeah, I know what you mean, but I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really mind actually. That but it, but it's like they've created storylines and then had to. Yeah, I think people I, have to disappear halfway I, through the storyline with a spurious reason as to why they're not there. It's, I think know. Ed not being there to me that was actually more noticeable than Chelsea not being there because because of Jim doing the speech. Yeah. So then we should have heard. It would have been really good to have a yeah a, a, a counterpoint to to Jimus and yeah yeah and because otherwise w yeah what was the point point? And, and that had been a big storyline that, that sort of he couldn't choose between them and yeah, then. And they, Imagine, actually, if they'd done a speech together, it would have been really yeah. um, endearing, wouldn't it, I think? Yeah. And then Jimmus and, and um, sorry, Jazza and Ed not getting on as well because of the boys and stuff. And, yeah. and also, I think Tracy would have been absolutely fine with Brad staying on his own in the, in oh, the house. Oh, yeah. That is, He's 17. That, yeah, that's a bit weird. There's no way. I mean, I don't know. I haven't got a 17-year-old, but... I assume, especially if you live in a village and you've got your grandparents down the road, yeah. you just say, stay in the house and any problems, just phone yeah. your grandma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially if you're going to... There's no... Well, I mean, it's, it's good for it's good for the storyline because he's going to end up sharing a bedroom with George. Mm. 
but in the meantime bonking i mean it's quite fun isn't it him and mia having an empty what has house. happened to mia though um, it's just she's for a living lovely see and well, that was a bit quick think. she was yeah. talking to him like he was a piece of poo about three weeks ago when he was when he was trying to help her with the lower loxley thing and you know she was so dismissive um mm. i've just got been given a juice sorry a ju- mm, pardon that's really nice <laughs> Oh, thanks. Yeah, amazing. Thanks. It's soft. Mm. I'm not having alcohol until 9pm. Okay. Yeah. What sort of um, juice is it? Um, I'd, I'd like to say it's one of those lovely ones we've been sent, but... Was it Rufus's smells... special juice? <laughs> it's his special wedding juice. Oh! <laughs> How lovely. <laughs> it's terribly refreshing. Very nice. Sorry, what were you saying? I wasn't listening at all because I was just talking to my husband. Mm. Um, what were you saying? Can't remember either. Can't remember. Oh, no, no Mia. Mia, what happened yeah. to Mia? Because yeah, she, she went from being like, you're ugly. Yeah, exactly. She, yeah, right. she was so horrible to him. Mm. Right, uh, again, it I can't have just been remember. a green velvet suit, surely. Although, I bet he did look hot in that because I, I, if, if that had been a nice cut on him mm. he would have looked quite Harry Stylesy, I think yeah and yeah. rather dishy yeah but you know when it was uh, did, I can't remember now so did did Brad originally fancy Mia yes she and then she but she was it who was helping who with the maths do you remember that oh was that, was that Chelsea no. oh no that was when Chelsea fancied um Rory yeah, Rory was shooting her, but didn't, didn't no, Mia wasn't it Brad Mia fancy Rory? <sighs> yes, Rory? Mia was yeah. getting help. Yes, that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. So Mia fancied Rory. Yeah, and Brad must have fancied Mia. Yeah, but she was mean to him. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, you're too young." Yeah, because I always got the impression she is older than Brad anyway. Well, just because she sounded, she sounded more together. Now she yes. sounds like an absolute wally. Yes, so she get used to sound like she was like 21 going on 30 and now she yes turned into a sort of 12 year old but it's cute it's nice a summer fling in an empty cottage is quite losing your you know it might become a bit normal people don't you think what you can say lost his glasses is that what you say yes (laughs) he's gonna lose his glasses (laughs) oh and i'm so jealous actually are you well because i don't remember boys being like that in the village i grew up in (laughs) what nice yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember first kisses being consensual. No, there was <laughs> I mean they were, God. but it was just Christmas you, you kiss and someone just grabbed the back yeah. of your head. That there was, was it. There was yeah. no there was no talking. No. <laughs> <laughs> and after even after there was no talking. <laughs> it was just grunting, wasn't it? And then you might see them the week after or at the pub. I just I no, I thought it was really very grown up, very um very um are they millennials no gen z do you remember last week um yeah. uh lovely diana invited us to go and have um bagel and locks in brooklyn oh, diana in brooklyn with the bagel and you went all peculiar well yeah. lonnie has just uh replied and you said what's locks mean and i said it was salmon oh yeah he said with the theme of ethnic foods featuring prominently your podcast this week let me remind you that i am half of a scottish american jewish couple 
I'm the Jewish doctor one. And my husband is a talented professional chef and restaurateur. I do love a Cullen skink soup, which he introduced me to. But for a summer wedding, he recommends poached salmon topped with thinly sliced cucumbers and new potato salad. Yes, Mm. perfect. You see, none of the animals innards that Jasmine was attempted to do. Speaking of salmon, the term lox, spelled L-O-X, is a Jewish American term which has spread throughout our nation. It comes from the Yiddish word lax and refers to brined salmon, which may be smoked. Wikipedia refers to a British word for salmon, lax. There's also the Scandinavian word gravlax. New Yorkers, of course, enjoy lox on a bagel with a schmear of cream cheese and a slice of tomato, pronounced tomato. Harriet, please note, I grew up in Brooklyn and just across the borough border in Queens. Not all of us have Brooklyn accents. I look forward to bagels, lox and coffee with the two of you in Diana's Brooklyn apartment. I can't wait to be there. (laughs) What's a Queens accent then? I don't know. What is the Queen's accent? I don't know. Um, uh, and Catherine Rowan Jones um, said uh, said the same thing and said authentic lox is cured by brining. Think Swedish gravel I love gravel ducks. Gravel ducks. Gravel ducks. What? How do you pronounce it? Gravel ducks. Gravel 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 I love it. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, um, right. Um, any other business in the archers, Lucy? Um, um yes. Oh, Helen. Oh, Lee was back. No, not Lee. The other one. Mm. The other kid. What's his name? Henry. Yeah, Henry. So Henry I now love doesn't Henry. sound like he has been talking to Rob because he sounds like he doesn't no. like Rob. Yeah. However, my yes. money is I'm betting two things. One, uh, Jim has dies soon. No, yep. Lucy. Yep. Why? Because Cause he I gave him he a is. car. Yep. Because and now he can't drive himself to hospital. Yep. And uh, I, d- I don't mean I don't mean in a horrible way. You think his time is time. His yes. time has come. Yes. Okay. He's going to he's going to have you spend a very busy week. I'm going to have a glass of well, white wine and sit by uh, sit by my open window, listen to the birds, and just go to sleep and not wake he, up. Again. He did sound a bit um, discombobulated this yes. week, quite a lot, didn't he? In fact, Horatia sounds... is convinced he's got dementia. Oh no. No, because hasn't someone else got dementia? Well, Jack Woolley, Tony... there was a big dementia storyline with Yeah, but with didn't Jack someone Woolley. say Tony's got yes. dementia? Oh, God. <laughs> Tony's had it for you. <laughs> I think that's I just Tony. I possibly tell. It's just Tony. <laughs> I, I He's not himself. Like to... He's quite with it. Oh. <laughs> I would like to think not. Mm-hmm. You're, you're convinced everyone's on... Brian was on his way out a couple I of know, weeks ago. I know, I know. I just... <laughs> Imagine if okay. I was in charge of the archers and we'd have like a cast of three because I'd have killed everyone else. Well, then, well, then the producers would be very happy. Yeah, they'd have to make a profit. <laughs> they um, only want five people in the cast. And what's my other prediction? That Henry's going to shoot Rob. We've had too much foreshadowing of Henry saving other people. He said to oh, Tom, I, will, I would yes. save your mum. I would save my mum if it yes. happened. And then he got uh, told off at school because he was saving his friend from that bigger boy. Yes. And we know there's a gun in the house. And, and also, I think clearly Rob's you're... going to try and take away um, Jack and he's going to shoot him. And um, yeah, because Helen said, no, that's never going to happen because we've got much more. She basically said we've got loads of ammunition this time, didn't she? <laughs> she didn't say that, but she might as well have done. <laughs> Do you think it's like, um, <laughs> what was that zombie program where they where they all wandered around and they all had... Shaun of the Dead. No, uh, the zombie one recently. Oh, for God's sake, what's it called? It was like the end of the world and the zombies had taken over and it was such a depressing programme. Oh, God. 
don't know. Uh, anyway, every, they just used every single thing they could as a weapon. So, you know, bowling balls and wheelbarrows and everything just turned into ammunition. So I kind <sighs> of imagine home farmers like <laughs> yeah. peep, peeping out from behind barricades <laughs> of scrap metal waiting for <laughs> Rob to appear. And Rob just, oh, no, you, you all look, <laughs> none of you have changed. <laughs> Normal, usual warm, friendly welcome from Bridge yes, Farm yes. as a bullet whizzes past his ear. Um, has uh, Lee hasn't actually gone yet, has he? No. He's and just he sounds all happy back at work. And he sounds less in a hurry. Yeah, he's just, he's having his best life again. Because he's so buzzing from work. Although I, um, yeah, so I think it's clear, isn't it, that clearly Henry didn't ever have any grief counselling or, yeah. or trauma no, counselling. or. I don't think so. As you said, it's sort of just, she's, yeah. she's always assumed he's going to be okay. And he, well, he, Good luck he, with that. Yeah, Bloody but hell. I mean, he is quite, he's, I like Henry. I do. I still like him. I do. And he's he a good little normal. actor as well, whoever he is. And and clearly they're not doing that thing they used to do of, of recording the kids and then slotting yeah. them in with the, they recorded. But his, um, his obsession with his phone and that kind of, whoever, Katie Hims has clearly had experience of um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but penalties involving for, what do you mean a week? You know, it's like, well, yeah. my life is over. And then mum giving it back to yeah. him the next day. <laughs> oh fine yeah whatever well just don't do it again okay and whatever, whatever you do, you do not, don't do it again yeah, and if you leave your shin pads in the bathroom one more time that is that's the that i'm taking your phone away forever okay your shin pads are in the bathroom okay <laughs> and there you're on one more warning i mean the shin pads around at our house is a joke i find shin pads in the fridge under cushions what everywhere. is a shin pad oh lucy <laughs> did william not play football did he hell <laughs> William was running around the outfield shouting, hello trees, hello sky. There's no way it could have been... No. A shin pad is a thing, what, like a shield that you put on your leg. Oh, well, but why do they have to go in the fridge? No, they don't. They don't. Um, oh. It was by the fridge, oh, to be I fair. See. It wasn't in the fridge. But no, the thing is, because they're like two little pads, and obviously when a kid comes back from football and they just throw their bag on the... Well, oh, okay. Them, throw their bag on the floor, take their shoes off basically chuck their shin pads wherever they happen to be sitting or and it's an ongoing battle in my house take do not lose your shin pads because then they can't find their shin pads no the next time they go to football right i knew about cricket shin pads i didn't know about what's cricket shin pads the big ones the yeah. long ones yeah oh yeah we don't have any of them those ones that go wanging along when they yeah, walk but you can't really like lose those because they're so big yes oh right you'd see those poking out right. from under the sofa wouldn't you okay Yes. But no, she, I, I really related to Helen. <laughs> when she moaned at Henry about the shin, I was like, oh my God, we're like one person suddenly, me and Helen. She never stopped. I want to have a drink with this woman. She never stopped moaning at Henry <laughs> all through this, you know. But every, surely every time you see your child, if you're just going at them, you know, they're going to think, oh, I'll give her a swerve then. I'll go straight to my room and not tell her anything, you know. Yeah. And also, she should be looking at his messages. Yeah. I mean, I assume she must be. Yeah. But... Um, Until could... mine were about 14, I think. I used to do spot checks on phones. And I'd suddenly go, right, give me your phone. Don't touch it. Just give it to me. So they couldn't delete anything. So I could oh, see what they'd be yes. looking Good at. Oh, yes. Good idea. Yeah. I panicky, look at Eliza's phone and it's so boring. Look. 
but it's so boring because these threads are so long. Yeah. And they're just, they're, all they are is sort of like emojis and um, yeah. memes and, yeah. God, it's so dull. Yeah. Well, Tilly's are mostly. So anyway, she turned around and said to me, so I turned around and said to Jessica, actually, Jessica, I think, fine, it's Becca hasn't done her homework, not me. So then she turned around and stomped off. And then Miss Thingy, well... Except it wasn't like that, Lucy, because it it would all all have been in tech speak. Yes. (laughs) So you... Because I genuinely can't understand the messages the kids are writing. Because it's all... Every word is only three letters. Yes. It's like, it's like ridiculous, it's code. Mm. Didn't you have a code, though, when you were little? I didn't, I didn't have a phone, though. No, but I mean, everybody had a certain way of... Uh, like losing your glasses. Yes. Everybody has their... Every 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 they teenager is a cult member, and it's the cult of adolescence, and you've yes, got to have but, that kind of exclusivity of language, which is why it changes so often. But the phone generation have also mm. have their own written language, yeah. which is completely different to our written yeah. language. Yeah. And I imagine we'll change our written language quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, who can we bother to write although <laughs> or because or so many words. I just like, I, there's no way I'm writing a... If I had to write a letter now with a pen and paper, that would be so hard. Don't you think? <laughs> I well, I couldn't... still do when I write my thank you letters uh, after Christmas. <laughs> my hand is really hurting by the end of it. And I think, I feel like a six-year-old. I'm covered in ink and, and I'm all a bit my splattery. And, you know. My handwriting is so bad. <laughs> because you want you have to write fast because, yeah. you know, you're in a hurry. And it's boring. It's yeah. so bad. It's so boring to write. <laughs> and <laughs> long words are boring. Oh, yeah. I haven't written the word because for a long time. Maybe you should just write it in te- thunks for present. Yeah. <laughs> there must be a there must be a special word for present. For guft. <laughs> thunks for <laughs> guft. <sighs> anyway, anyway. 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 It's good that we're so down with the kids that yeah. we can really relate to Brad and Mia <laughs> and like all these <laughs> I do think though that Brad and Mia don't still do it's hard it's impossible isn't it for it's impossible to i don't know to, you can't have a, a a beautiful love story between teenagers no because they are wallies aren't they and they talk to yeah like wallies yeah yes but but also you can't make it too realistic because then it wouldn't be charming yeah mm, it's charming for now i'm not sure how much longer it's going to be charming for no it, anyway i, I hope think it, the novelty of it actually, will wear off quite quickly I but but brad kick actually was i've felt he really kept his cool this week and he was he was quite different this week I thought. he was quite assertive with george yeah, he said, yeah exactly no, i don't want to talk to you I yeah and even yeah. with mia he wasn't a quivering wreck no. he was just a bit like well do you like me I yeah mean, i know but he was quite brave because he said is yeah. it my imagination or yeah is there a know, vibe do you like me is there a vibe <laughs> is there a vibe are you vibing <laughs> i was talking to a gen z the other day and he like has this no, <laughs> he sort of like has this like voice. It's like an American voice, but he's actually from London, and oh. it's uh, it's just a really white. <laughs> I was I couldn't understand. <laughs> he was like he grew up in London and right. went to a grammar school, but I couldn't yeah. understand what he was saying because of his funny voice. Well, it was just like this. I think it was like a sort of like he like watched a lot of digital media or something. Okay. And, you know. He's glitching, basically. Yeah. I'd, I'd... <laughs> at school, I said toilet, and at, at home, I had to say loo. Yeah. 
to say middle class, isn't it? But that would mean nothing to my school friends because they all use toilet at school and yeah. home. So yeah. that's even worse if you know that yeah. you're the only one yeah. who doesn't you say sort of toilet. know why you're doing it, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> like pretending that your grandma is actually called Nana because you don't want to. <laughs> See, I'm not even sure we can have this conversation in a... That's half the audience gone. Anyway, um... <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, uh, yes. Uh, what There's was I saying? Of other words yes. So we they can, we can swap on Wednesday when we have lunch. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> With our cutlery. <laughs> um, they. Uh, but they all do code switching. Right. And this that that generation seems to have taken it to an unbelievable level uh, of kind of just. Doesn't matter where you're from. If you feel like being Scottish, be Scottish. Oh, you know, right. Just, you know, if it's it's all about kind of how this is just how I speak. And if I if I if I pull my daughter up on any form of speech whatsoever, she swivels around on me and shouts, "Just let me live my life." Oh my she says. <laughs> I'm like, "All right." I was just saying. But what if it's you know, cultural appropriation? Well, obviously, if you start speaking. <laughs> Because it could get <laughs> heavily you, Chinese yeah. accented accent when you're actually from Basel. I mean, how much is and not code Chinese, switching, and how much is just <laughs> just cultural appropriation? Yeah, but it's that yeah, it's just that refusal to acknowledge that you're beholden to any place or yeah. any yeah, that's interesting. And especially sort of coupled with the the Jazza thing when his his national identity was so important yeah. to him and his. You know, I thought that was quite... And no one really got that except him. And then it sort of dawned on Jimus and he thought, ah, possibly this wasn't quite as hilarious as I imagined it was going to be. Yes. And then, yeah, I mean, but it was weird because even with the Scottish theme, we didn't, like, they could have really gone to town with that, couldn't they? Well, we could have heard a bit Especially of Especially in an Andy Murray we? week, Lucy. They could yes. have really gone up the Scots. Let's go on well, the Scots. Let's 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 not talk about okay. Andy Murray because there's going okay. to be a whole half of the nation is going to be weeping know, at the moment. But I saw him live yesterday. I was at Wimbledon. I don't know if I told you that. Yes, and tell everybody where you were. Oh, no, I can't because <laughs> we've already talked about not saying. Were you in the normal seats, um, Harriet? Well, <laughs> I wasn't. I don't think you were in the normal seats. <laughs> but I, were I you, am Harriet? just a normal person, Lucy. I'm terribly normal. I, Totally but I just like yesterday happened to be in the royal box, Lucy. <laughs> um, it's not something that happens until every they noticed summer. and threw her out. But she got that she was a good seven minutes. And then my neighbour this morning, I told him, and he was like, he just literally did a double take and went, "What? How did you get that?" <laughs> but I dressed up and I put makeup on and um, some heels and like I put a, quite a conservative dress on and. Did you wear an hat to piss no, off everybody not, behind you're not, you? No, you're not allowed to wear an hat. Oh. But, Lucy, when it gets sunny, what they do is <laughs> they come out with a hat for you. <laughs> so they bring no. you in. No. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you. It was the most surreal, I mean, amazing day. Were you sitting with royals? Then? No, unfortunately. Well, or oh. fortunately, there was no royals yesterday because it was okay. environment day. And oh. um, you know how keen and I all am. The royals were taking Mi- private Mia jets was sitting to... behind me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all the royals weren't there. <laughs> Actually, Harriet, I can't see because of your hat. But yeah, they bring. They just when it gets sunny, they bring you a hat. <laughs> but then mm. you have to give it back to them after. 
I tried oh, to hide mine under that's my so seat. So Kate Middleton can have it exactly. next Exactly. I was like, oh, mm. hide this. And then, because mm. it was really nice. But then I went out to the loo and I came back. It's gone. Because as soon as no. the sun goes down, well, I guess people w- walk off with them, don't they? Not the royals, mm. obviously, but clearly, clearly. I reckon the Duchess of York had yeah. it away. Exactly. I reckon she's nicked a few of those hats. Yeah. So mm. that was great. Yeah. Mm. There was lots to love. But mostly the tennis was amazing. Because we saw Brody. Did you have strawberries and cream? Oh, Lucy, I had uh, probably about at least five bowls of strawberries. <laughs> yeah. First time with cream, second time with just sugar. And then I just had them plain. <laughs> and I mean, I, you could just you could just get whatever you wanted. It was like being in an all-inclusive resort. <laughs> just go up to the bar. I'm amazed you paid any attention to what was going on. At the it was court. just, I mean, honestly, I was basically, everyone else was important and doing good things for the world and I was just like a competition winner I just couldn't believe my luck I just imagine I've got this lovely picture of you a so small that you can barely see over the what I know no one saw me on the telly just with your mouth full of strawberries beaming around excitedly at everybody you know every time anything happens like oh what's that what's he doing is that for me and then when the canapes came out I just followed them around the room Oh, is that a... Like a small spaniel. Might I be... Oh, it's just a terribly delicious. Would I be able to try another one? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's me again. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, it was really fun. Well, anyway, sorry, I don't, I don't want to talk about my... Uh, <laughs> my this is what happens, you see, when nothing <laughs> annoying happens on the archers that we can get annoyed about. We just... Chat about our, our really, I know, our really down-to-earth lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it was an, an extraordinary day. Yes. Do you not do that every summer? Well... I'm hoping I'll be able to now. <laughs> I got on terribly well with the chair. I'm sure but you he, did. But unfortunately, he's retiring. Yeah. Mm. So Maybe Rufus could could, could, uh, could chat know. up the new chair. Mm. No, could be the new oh, chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can barely lift a tennis racket, Lucy. Uh. <laughs> you have to know. I, I used to play tennis when I was little, but I, I love watching tennis, but I don't really know stuff. I learnt loads, though. Right loads and mm. mm. like i could probably teach tennis now actually yes yeah, probably teach Andy, <laughs> probably you know when you yeah. get to the it gets to that point doesn't it when you're watching a match and then you're like oh my god i can't, i literally can't believe he yeah. did why did he drop shot that that was just there's no way i would have returned like that <laughs> but the balls go so fast that if i'd have been 
where Andy Murray was. I, I know. I would have just. I would have just had to curl into a ball myself to stop myself <laughs> getting hurt. It's, it's, it's like bullets coming towards you so fast. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'll t- stop talking about my charity work. <laughs> oh yeah. You were sponsored to eat strawberries and ice cream. Yeah, I mean cream, not ice cream. Um, uh, back to yes. the archers. Uh, couple, you know the Pip and Stella? Oh yeah, Pippi Strella. Pip and Strella, you suggested and, and illustrated yeah. it. Uh, David Wright said, it's not strip, it's paella. Oh, that's brilliant. That's so good. That's the best. Yeah. Oh, can I do uh, an Instagram Lonnie, of that one? Can I nick that from him? But with, I'm I'll sure credit him. you can. David, can she do an Instagram of, of that? Uh, and Lonnie has suggested patella. Are you the knee bone? Oh, yeah. it's less, well, less easy to patella. draw. Less easy to draw. I, I, yes, I'm torn between <laughs> the bat and whatever the other one was. The paella. The Not paella. to be confused with yes. Nutella or patella. What was it? Patella. <laughs> but what was it? What? Panella. Patella is a kneecap. I, d- I never heard of that, though. Yeah, um, I think that's less accessible as a okay. as an idea. Just because you haven't heard from it, no. I've heard of it. Never heard from it. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, uh, James Everett uh, is concerned about Pip with or without Paella. Um, after her exciting return last week, where has Pip gone? Hopefully, she'll be back next week for the Pella or Stip relationship to begin to flourish. We're all about the Paella now, James. Really enjoyed last week's episode while lounging in a pool in the south of France. You lot, everybody is just showing off. I've done... Lucy, I'm worried that our podcast is too middle class. (laughs) It's a very good way to enjoy a podcast, he says. This week, me and Claire Everett, my mother, are jetting off to Bologna in Italy. On a day trip to Florence, we'll look out for Stella's Italian friend that she's been messaging and tell her to leave Stella alone so she can date Pip. Well, he seems to have got over his Pip crush quite nicely. because he's going to Bologna. That's where I used to live in Italy. Yeah, for a year. Oh, well, James seems to have accepted that he was off on the wrong foot entirely with her sexuality, but he seems to have reconciled himself to that. In the way that Mia got onto it with Brad in that sort of short, that must be what being young is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope James has a great time in Bologna. He could do a little package, couldn't he? Yeah. An audio package for us. Yeah. And he's because he's not doing enough for us, is he? With oh, Bologna's great. Oh, I, I'd really <laughs> genuinely love to hear how they got on and what they've done. Well, tell us yeah. then. Tell us, Everett. Um, Terry White, our fountainable knowledge. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Zebedee Tring last last show? We were trying to work out who the hell yes. he was because it sounded so unlikely. Yeah. Zebedee Tring was the Ambridge Roadman back in the 60s and oh. 70s. That doesn't mean roadman like we mean roadman. Teenagers mean roadman. It means a man who built the roads. Oh. He was generally found in the bull drinking with Walter Gabriel, Ned Larkin, Clary's granddad, and Dowie Hood, played by Dad's Army's Private Godfrey. Although he died over 40 years ago, he was last mentioned about 10 years ago. St. Stephen's needed to raise money and the campaign was struggling. Then there was a suddenly announcement by Jennifer, custodian of the village website, that the shortfall had been filled by a large donation from Curtis Tring, an American relative of Zebedee, who had come across the appeal while researching his ancestry. Oh, no way! I think this was around the time that Sean O'Connor became editor. He killed off a couple of storylines he obviously didn't like, with the church bells being one of them. Just get an American day... 
Deus Ex Machina to stump up. And Daryl. One Monday, Eddie casually mentions that Daryl has moved into a caravan the other side of Waterley Cross and job done. He's never heard of again. <laughs> the reference to Ambridge being six miles from Borchester is significant, he says. None of the various versions of the map of Borchester contain a scale. But now that we know Borchester to Ambridge is six miles, we can calculate other distances. Wow. Is this the first time that the yes. miles has been put in? Mm. That's cool. That's the equivalent so, of um, sort of space exploration for Ambridge. Yeah. Wow. They're really, really going to regret doing that because oh, now no, look- everybody's going to be looking at maps going, well, I don't understand why it took Susan that long for, to walk from so-and-so <laughs> to so-and-so because it's only 1.2 kilometres. Yeah, no wonder Jazza and Tracy are going to honeymoon in Scotland when it's only an hour away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Morgan Johnson is taking issue with whoever it was. I think it was Terry, actually, who's talked about the first exper- appearance of Harrison Burns. He said, I remember when the ladies of the WI were all excited because the handsome PC Harrison Burns was coming to speak at their meeting. That was about the time I started listening. But I think, actually, you're wrong, Morgan, and Terry's right. And the reason that Harrison came into it was because he was investigating the burglary at Jill's. And that's sort of set harassment up as the regular copper and then he came to the double right. meeting and got them all That's in a, what all I in i think tis yes mm. now do you remember uh last week's what the hell was happening here hmm can you just jog my memory it was uh the wedding when she said why can't you smoke in churchyards no wonder tracy said why can't you smoke in churchyards no, no wonder nobody goes to church yes. anymore and she said, when I get married to Ifty, yes. I yes, won't. Yes, yes, da, 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 yes. Da. And did we think it was Kirsty and Tom's wedding? We did. Well, I did. And you you very politely went along okay. with it. But I was completely wrong. Oh. Um, uh, Stephen Bowden says, the, we, the wedding we heard while Tracy fantasised about Iftikar and elephants was a Horobin event. The bride was Sam Horobin, daughter of Keith and Donna. I have no clue about the groom. He probably had no clue what he was marrying into. The wedding took place in 2012, very soon after Barnet Brookfield was set on fire, almost immolating Emma, and sadly not quite immolating George Grundy either. And it was at the wedding that Emma realised that her uncle Keith was the arsonist. <gasps> she subsequently shopped him to Crime Stoppers, much to Tracy's horror, as this was a serious breach of the Horribin Code. Wow. The sadly forgotten Zebedee Tring from my last message worked for Jack Woolley at the also forgotten Arkwright Hall for a few years before dropping dead just after Christmas in 1973. His name was probably the most interesting thing yeah. about him. He was a good name. So that I'm amazed by what people know. It's incredible. It is, I mean, how did how does Stephen know that? Did he listen? She's got a, he's got a book probably. But that like but that's really detailed knowledge because yes. that's not a big episode, is it? Or maybe it was. No. God, no. amazing. Um, this is from Steve Barry. What does Stella get out of uh, Pip and Stella? She gets a farm. There was all the rubbish Ooh. about working for a family farm, something she would never get. Well, she will if she marries someone who's going to inherit one. Yes. Stella's got a, a, a long-term plan. Mm. And we talked about Solcum Gin. Yes. And because they gave us the lovely so classic pretty. one and the rose it's one. It's a bit like, it, it's actually a bit like... Not rose, rose. You sorry. think it's going to be Joe Malone, but it's actually gin. Yeah, yes. Apparently, he says, they do a very good non-alcoholic gin called Nil. Oh. And uh, he said, 
Silken uh, Gin Nil. Nil, yep. Nail. West Bromwich Albion. Because uh, his wife uh, has long COVID. I'm very sorry about that, Steve. Uh, And uh, alcohol is not her friend, he says. Um, Right. Now, this is Helen Rob Lee, the the situation, the Helen Rob Lee situation. He says, remember, he is medical, this person. Yeah. Rob would not need an MRI to show cancer spread in his brain. It would show up on a CT scan, especially if it had been bad enough to cause a seizure. People can can put on seizures, especially oh, to fool people. A seizure. A seizure. A seizure. <laughs> yes, I've turned Good to you. <laughs> Tissue. People can put on seizures, especially to fool people who do not know what a genuine seizure looks like. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he then says, Lee is experiencing one of the many problems of blended families. Ultimately, Helen does not really give two chuffs mm. about Lee's children. She expects Lee to hold her children in the same light as she does, and he's happy to consider Lee's challenges with his children, so long as it doesn't impact too much on her or her offspring. Mm-hmm. I know Lee is a bit wet, but I don't think she's aware of just how lucky she is with him and what he's prepared to do. Lastly, for various reasons, I can't see Mooncup catching on as a name for a coffee chain. I know, Steve, I realised after I'd said that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. We won't dwell on that. But anyway, um, <laughs> I think that's very interesting that you can you can fake a fit. Yes, but you. I mean, yes. I still mm. think he's not faking, though. No, I don't. Um, Steve Burge said. That he's voted for us in the UK Podcast Awards. Thank oh, you very, thanks. very much, Steve. Are they, go, are they, they going can. live? Uh, I haven't yes. seen any stuff about that. Have you? Yeah, only on Twitter, oh. but I've now come off Twitter, so I are don't. Are you on Threads? No. No. Are you on the master, master, uh, Masturbate or whatever it is? Masturbate. No, I'm not on that either. Are you, have you come off Twitter? Again? Yes. Just for yes. a little break? Well, no, probably forever because everyone else is going. Oh, Lucy, I miss no, you. I, I mean, well, I'm never on it really, but... Exactly. I do hashtag. I do. I, what I do is I follow the archers hashtag, and that's all I do really. Yeah. Um, so this is Steve. Who uh, this is his predictions? Clearly, Lee divulging info to Rob will result in Lee being coerced into leaving to go to the USA to be with his girls, leaving Helen and boys lonely and exposed for Rob to pounce. Rob now knowing some of the boys' activities and routines will begin to watch mm. them initially from a distance, but with more sinister long-term intentions. The boys getting the usual bruises from their activities, which Rob will claim they're due to Lee and Helen putting the boys at risk, thus improving his custody claim. And eventually, Rob will coerce or blackmail Helen that he will threaten full custody legal case if she doesn't let him have shared access. Right. Yes. Sounds about right to me. Other predictions. Fallon will run the new cafe at the charging station. Yeah. I said that. The hidden investor in gay, gay grables will reve- be revealed oh, yeah. to be Hazel Woolley, oh. as she wants to recreate, in her words, Daddy's Country Hotel. They, they 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 did bring that up recently, didn't they? And they said it's owned by a, they didn't they say it's owned by a hotel chain? Yeah, I'm sure they did um, refer to it. Hmm. More predictions. This one from Janine. Mm-hmm. I loved the Jazzer and Susan part when she explained why she's so protective of Tracy and about their childhood. Are you going to Scarborough Fear? Susan's singing me a lullaby would be enough to... Say Charles, Mary <laughs> and Toy. Especially if she had a couple of glasses of Prosecco. 
But he said, she said, when Jazz has sang Tracy's, what sang Tracy Susan's lullaby? Oh, so well, it was lovely because Jazz, Jazz can hold a tune. As per usual, Helen irritated me. Finding out that Henry and Jack now know about Rob, her first reaction was to say to Lee, "Did you yeah, tell them?" Yeah, I noticed. That. When it was obvious. Lee yeah. was what happened. It was obviously when Lee and Kirsty tried to get her to keep her voice down as the boys were outside. Then she kicked off so much about the twins being sold to the devil by doing the advertising job, but all sweets and light when the money from it was used to pay her solicitor's yeah. bills. Now Supergrass, aka Lee, has given Rob all the information about the boys. I have a feeling that when they're at Borsetcher Leisure Centre, Rob will take Jack, and of course Henry now has no phone. Oh, oh no! Although she's given it back, hasn't she? already yeah uh and she said thanks for the podcast recommendations um but she said to us have you listened to filthy ritual and oh i, have. I haven't is that really good it's very oh, okay. good that, that's yes. great because yeah. i'm running out of my latest one which okay. is so so i'd say mm. but yeah filthy ritual great thanks yeah uh right I'll put that one now actually i mean not listen to it obviously but <laughs> <laughs> well don't let me stop you put... yeah, i'll just chat on here <laughs> i just put my headphones in <laughs> <laughs> It's only the sketch, isn't it? Blimey, no, lady. Claire Everett said, thanks for last week's epic episode. You kept me going on the way to pick up James from the airport. He was in Bézier with the lesser spotted Everett brother, Matthew, apparently listening to AOTC poolside was a highlight of the mini break. <laughs> Though sadly, no sign of Hugh Grant or Bridget Jones. Anyway, I did laugh to myself when Lee said a few weeks ago that something went through his head. My guess is he farted and his lonely brain cell was ping-ponging around his head. Um, uh, she said, I also spent an inordinate amount of headspace on which Ambridge fella I would hook up with and decided upon Neil. <laughs> he is a tolerant man and that could be a blessing. He would be good, <laughs> especially on a holiday. Because he'd probably do, he'd do your barbecue, wouldn't he? He'd, yeah. he'd hold all the passports, wouldn't he? Yes. Yeah, and he'd yeah. just sort of be a comfort. I think yeah. he'd struggle with car hire because he might lose his cool <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but once he's got his hand on the gear stick, he's yeah. I think he'll he'll take you for a smooth you ride. You just have to keep shouting left, <laughs> just to remind him which side of the road is. Oh, forgot again. Oh. Yeah, I can see why she was fantasizing about Neil while at a swimming pool. I can sort of see yes. that. You know, your feet. No, she wasn't at the swimming pool. Oh, she though. wasn't. She was. They, they were. other boys were. The boys were. And the she boys definitely weren't fantasizing, fantasizing about Neil. About Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. It's a bit like when Andy Murray, no, I'm not going to talk about it. But he did keep pulling his t-shirt up yesterday. <laughs> and I was very close. Where were you? almost touch his abs. Is that gross? Is that rude? You've got a thing about being close. You said you could almost smell Ant and Dick. Oh, yeah. You could almost touch... <laughs> His abdominal muscles. He's got huge abs, <laughs> which sort of surprised me because tennis players don't really. Then, then they're less sort of Love Island. Well, aren't the rest they? of him's knackered, isn't it? He's got an artificial hip yes. and two artificial knees basically... or something. He's basically ninety percent titanium. His abs are probably the only bit of him that's real. <laughs> um, but you managed to restrain yourself, did you? From well, I definitely his... would have got um, security. Would have. Uh, Taken my hat and myself. Who's that woman in the Panama hat covered in strawberries, <laughs> groping the players? Strawberries all around my mouth. <laughs> um, this is from Pat McClelland, who says, 
There's false information on Jazz's birth certificate. Mrs. McCreary could do could still do time for perjury. It's a shame we didn't hear Mrs. McCreary because she was at the wedding. Yeah. Well, let's not start putting on that thread. <laughs> Did anyone else notice Jazza sang Scarborough Fair with an English accent? Really? Yep. Tracy and Jazza are utterly convincing as two people deeply in love. Beautiful voice acting. Aww. Nobody in the history of weddings has ever said, you look great in that green velvet suit and mean it. <laughs> I don't know. I beg to differ. I think, I think a lot of people could carry a green velvet suit. Carry it back to the shop. Yeah. Georgie, if you hurt Brad, I will hunt you down. You too, Mia. Love to you all. Pat McClellan. Thank you, Matt. Pat. Matt, Pat, Matt, Pat. Um, and Shelley Eden said, I just listened to today's episode of The Archers. Although because I live in New Zealand, it was likely yesterday's episode for you or possibly even tomorrow's. Anyway, the episode in which Jazza sang to Tracy. I'm fighting back Aww. the tears, hoping like anything that nothing happens to muck up the wedding. The ability of this little radio play to generate real and raw emotion is quite startling sometimes. <laughs> Parsley, sage, sure. rosemary. And time, remember me to when you live there. She God, it's once was a true love of mine. Um, I'm not sure Shelley's going to be quite so moved when she realises they nearly, well, they actually did miss their Wedding. slot at the thing because they were having a quickie in the bathroom. <laughs> it's slightly less moving and romantic and rather more... I, I always thought they'd be more annoyed because they'll have had to cough up for that. And, yeah. you know, what with all the money worries originally, that yeah. can't be cheap. <laughs> so yeah. to have to cough up for it again, I would have thought you'd be a bit more annoyed. I love the fact that annoyed. you always bring in the practical elements to this, the financial element. You often... Well, you I'm often... always always in the back of my mind. Like, I was thinking, mm. oh, where are they staying in Scotland? That, you know, petrol's mm. going to be... A... You know, I know things yeah. are much better, but I, you know, I don't want to... Especially in a Riley. I don't want to take away from I mean, the romance, Lucy, but, you know, I had my... But now they're in a Riley. It, you only ever see... You get a lot of time to look at classic cars in the motorway because they're always in the, on the hard shoulder with plumes <laughs> of steam coming from the bonnet. Oh, they're never going to make it to Scotland. Is a Riley, a Riley? An off, is, a, is it a classic yeah, car? Yeah, it's a classic wow. car. Wow. Yeah. So Jim's been really generous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God. And I noticed he didn't ask if Alistair wanted it because <laughs> Alistair's mute. <laughs> God, yeah. Poor old Alistair. Yeah. Oh, it must be really... I, I, I'm not even sure if Alistair was at the wedding. No, no, he wasn't. No, you were right. No. There was probably four people yeah. there that we heard yeah. anyway. All of whom were Including silent. Jolene. Actually, um, Jolene got a look in. Yeah. <laughs> Here, just... Give me my dress back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you paid for them, Prosecco's, Mia? <laughs> Can Prosecco's. I uh, have a word, Jazzer? <laughs> I want settled up. <laughs> I know we're doing mates' rates, but I want settling up first. Or you scarf her to Scotland. <laughs> um, and Jazza has emailed us, the groom himself, oh, Ryan that's Kelly. that's so lovely. On, in his wedding week, Lucy. Yeah. So this is how he heads his email. Hello, cushiony lips, titch and beardy. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Thanks for your I descriptions, them. guys. They were quite helpful. <laughs> I should say, in that respect, I don't care that much what you look like. There are advantages to being blind. One of the big ones is that you never prejudge because you can't. <laughs> James, your what the hell is happening here bit this week was a masterpiece. I have not got a clue. Never Ooh. stop doing it, mate. And I really liked your film theme, Matt. Keep it up, pal. 
The real reason I'm sending you this, though, has something to do with the drunken ramblings of Lucy and Harriet last week on one and two cocktails, respectively. <laughs> they were talking about meeting old teachers. Do you remember we were saying about how exciting it was when you yes. saw a teacher out? Of yeah. Yes. Sorry, I stopped whistling. He said, uh, me and my wife Sonia went to the same school, a school for the blind in Warwickshire. When we were standing on a volcano in Lanzarote with Bethany, that's their daughter, who would have been about 12, she's now 22, who should we meet but our old classroom assistant, no. Mrs. Griffin, no. whom we hadn't seen since we were 16. Also, Andy, the guy who played Philip Moss, was the husband of another classroom assistant. What? And the world turns. Wow. Isn't that to weird? standing on a volcano <laughs> and bump into your, your teacher. That's weird. God. Astonishing. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And he says, hello, Mrs. Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Mrs. Yeah, Griffin. Yeah, you just go... And that was to complete... You immediately go back to being the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. So, this is a quick catch-up from James Everett on uh, the clip last week. Uh, as we know... Um, Tracy saw Iftikhar at the free wicket and she developed a oh, serious crush. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because they had cricket Ifty in common. went out with Kirsty, but while tutoring Freddie for maths, romance was in the air. But nothing really oh, happened and Elizabeth called did it off. Did Ifty go out with Kirsty? I don't remember that. I don't. Wow. I don't remember that. Um, right, so this is this week's What yep. the Hell is Happening Here. What the hell is, is happening? What the hell is happening here, Ifty? <laughs> right, here we that go. was Kirsty having had a few bags. No, join hands. <sighs> is there anybody there? I'm so annoyed Bet Davis hasn't come through. Oh, I wanted the Wright brothers. One of them might have showed up at least. Oh, shush. Is there. <laughs> oh! Did the table move? Yes, it did. Hello? Is there anybody there? Uh, I'm not liking this. Oh, 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 shush! We did it again. Is there anybody there? One knock for... Oh! Oh, oh shush. Spirit, we're ready to receive you. Are you a man or are you a woman? Oh, no, sorry. Are you a man... Mom. Okay, Jenny, enough. No. Are you a friendly spirit? <gasps> Unfriendly? Yeah, okay, Mom, stop. I don't like this. Lillian, you don't think that. What? Well, it. I mean, it couldn't be. Could it. A wooden leg? What on earth are you talking about? Oh. Heaven's sake, Alice. They didn't give people wooden legs in 1963. What? 1963? It's not Treasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you both hear yourself. Oh, Brian. <laughs> right, can I have some lights on? Oh, Brian. Dad, you scared us half to death. Oh, come on, you didn't really. Oh, think. Brian, how could you? I think I did a proper drink after. Right, how about a brandy? <laughs> yes, please. I'll join you, I think. Oh, you absolutely oh. ruined. Don't talk about <laughs> rubbish. Oh, this was the only spirit around tonight. Well, how do you account for the table moving then? Well, actually, darling, that was me. Oh, you! Well, I may have given it a little job. Oh, Lillian. <laughs> well, I thought unless something happened, you'd keep us trapped here till the small hours. Well, thank you very much. Admit it, darling. It's all a load of utter nonsense. Oh. Well, thanks to you, we'll never know now, will we? <laughs> oh, 
Brahan. I Brahan. Don't remember. Oh, I don't remember that at all. But I loved hearing uh, a Brian. I, I really miss. A I, I loved hearing a young Jenny and Brian. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. Oh, Brian. Well, thank. thank Do you remember you. the Good Life? Yes. And you know when Margot used to say, "Well, thank you very much." <laughs> <laughs> That's just what it sounds like, that kind of... Oh, it was so nice. fury. Yes, clipped fury. Yeah. Oh, lovely to Jenny. What the hell was happening there? Who were they trying to was contact? It? Alice needed to blow her nose <laughs> Alice was much younger. She must have only been a teen. I don't... Yeah, I don't remember them doing a seance at all. Um, what was the wooden leg malarkey? Yeah, 1963. So who are they trying to contact? Their dad? Jack? Jack Woolley. Yes. Maybe? No, because... No, hang on. No. Mm-mm. Don't know. Don't know. Flummoxed. But actually, it's a shame... In a way, it's a shame that we heard Brian was the prankster because although i was thinking it probably is somebody i still was like it is a bit scary could it be a somebody not empty yeah (laughs) yeah uh so yeah don't know no not a clue clue. clue. rory Um, (laughs) i've just had a horrible realization that the Ocado order is coming in six minutes let's hurry up lucy and I am not, I'm wearing a white vest and no oh, bra gosh. and white trousers and no underwear. So I really, really need to go and put some other things on before the man <laughs> arrives or he'll never come back again. Or um, he'll but come in. <laughs> <laughs> Run away screaming, I think is more likely. Um, but before any of that, those yep. shenanigans, um, well, we're going to cross over to the sketch. And I don't know which one it is because I can't remember which one Jeff is currently editing. (laughs) So it'll be a lovely surprise for all of us. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, I am glowing, look. Hot mess. I'm glowing so much I keep sticking to special radio presenting seat. I need natural fibre special radio presenting seat cover. The Gwyneth Paltrow side sell one. It is caramel suede and breathable sheepskin with inbuilt massager and pomegranate essential oil dispenser. It is £2,500. What do you mean, a towel? What? Oh, oh, now... Oh, hello, hello, this is me, Fabrisa Felpersham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon, because I have. Today, we are having a competition phone giveaway, like on this morning, but without the bitchy. We have a £200 Underwoods voucher. Yes, is very exciting. All listeners have to do is, when I ring their phones, they pick up and I say, How are you? And they say, over the moon with Underwoods, and then they get voucher. I will be ringing numbers random in no order, so hopefully they are all listened to Radio Borsetshire and they are ready to say over the moon with Underwoods. Colin, shall I start the dial? Yes, of course I can manage. I am not completely useful, you know. Right. 
I have dial at random. Oh, come on, I am in suspenders here. Hello, Grange Farm. Hello, how are you? Eddie, is that you? Stop buggering about, I'm busy. Oh, well, we know phone works. I'll try again. Hello? Hello, how are you? Oh, not again. No, I haven't had an accident involving someone else and PPI or PIP or whatever. Well, I mean, I have had an accident. I've had loads, but none that you know about. So clear off and get a proper job. The chicken factory is still looking, probably. You were supposed to say over the moon with Underwoods. Why was I? Because then you win a voucher for Underwoods. Well, can I say it now? No, it is too late. Well, that's unfair. Anyway, 200 quid wouldn't get you far at Underwoods. Probably a new ironing board and a cup of tea in the cafe. 200 quid at Primark. You could buy the shop. Get off the line. Rude. People are not getting this idea, I don't think. It is too sophisticated for Ambridge. Hello, Brookfield Farm. Thank you for calling. If you would like to book a wedding reception, press 1. If you would like to book... Hello, how are you? Fine, thanks, but let me get through my spiel. For a kiddie's birthday party, press 2. But please be aware, they must be insured against rat bites. Press 3 if you'd like to have a picnic in a barn. Oh, yes. Press 4 if you'd like to share a toilet with my husband. Are you listening to Radio Borsage here? No, of course I'm not. I'm talking to you, aren't I? I notice you've not pressed anything yet. Not that it matters. You come back to me anyway, as I'm the only one that ever answers the phone in this house. Oh, God, this is nightmare. Go away. I'm trying one last time. Hello, how... Under the woods with Overmoon. Have I got it? I was supposed to say... Have I got the vouchers? Well, you didn't do it properly. I said it, didn't I? Oh, make me a winner. You're not even allowed to say hello, so I just jumped straight in. Hello? Did you want to book a birthday party? Oh, hello, Rose. Wait a minute, you're not having the vouchers. I said it first. Said what? Susan, is that you? I said I'm over the moon with Underwoods. Oh, I'm very happy for you. So they're mine. I've had me eye on a cashmere throw for the sofa for months. Over the woods with Undermoon. Susan, are you having a stroke? Should I send someone? Fine. Everyone can have all the vouchers. I don't even care anymore. Go to Underwoods and buy all the stupid cup of teas and ironing board. I am not doing this again. We'll go back to doing the meat raffle. Febreze is done. So, have I got them? Hello? Have I got the vouchers? Should I stay on the line? Hello? Hello? Oh, hello? Radio Borsetshire. Oh, that nice, oh, boys and girls. I wonder one. what it was. That was a good one. <laughs>
whatever it was. Yes. Um, and now, now, this is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what Matt's sort of raison d'etre was for this one, um, apart from it's quite hot <laughs> here in Essex. And me and Matt both live in Essex. Not together, separately. <laughs> and I would have broken that to everybody way before now. Um, it's weird that, that, that triangle surpri- you have. You <laughs> horrible <laughs> surprise for Mrs. Rodriguez, Payne and Jeff. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, yeah, and he was complaining that all his grass was dead in his garden. And uh, it is the same here. Everything all looks quite Serengeti-ish and, and like the outback. So he's done an Australian oh, uh, arch. Can I theme. quickly say thank you to Matt who sent me a thank you letter for thank I think with this could run and run couldn't it Matt everything that you do is so, we're so I think you're brilliant so never thank me <laughs> for anything I've just realized I can tie an apron on over what I'm Ooh, wearing kinky. and then it will look like I'm but then it will look like I'm wearing things won't it are you worried because anything. you can see you because you haven't got a bra on yeah, and or any anything oh, else. You just got a vest on, Lucy. No, I've got trousers, but they're like pajama trousers. That's fine. I always, I always open to a cardo in pajamas. Yeah, but I've got no pants on, and they're like see-through white oh, ones. Oh, 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 oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> this isn't what we're supposed to be talking about at all. <sighs> so I'm now going to play the Australian thingy, and <laughs> um, the Australian average on the catch. I'm a bit flustered now. <laughs> Go and put a thingy on. I'll go and put a thingy on and I um, will. I'm not going to say anything at the okay. end of it. I'm just going to All go because right, I'm now flushed yeah. with embarrassment. Okay. Have fun with the Ocado driver. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Give him my love. See if he's got any strawberries. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, here what we kind go. Van is he? Anyway, his lime van. Um, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my God. 